0: Red on Red. This week on the podcast, we're joined in studio by alt-pop singer and composer Laura Duff, just off the release of her For Your Company EP. I
1: knew you would break my heart. I knew it from the start.
2: Tens of
0: With broken ladders and pretty happy with shut up. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast, dropping every Wednesday evening via Cork's Red FM and Red Extra. We're also available on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. My name is Mike McGrath Bryan, and this week we're joined in studio by alt pop singer and composer Laura Duff. Laura, Hello. how are we keeping?
3: How are things? Thanks for having me.
0: Grand now, thanks a million for coming along. Uh, it's been a busy time for you now. You're just about winding down from the gigs after the launch of mm-hmm. your debut extended player for your company, which yes. is available on all major streaming services and from Bandcamp, etc. Sure is. How are you finding the response to it?
3: I'm loving it. It's been great. Uh, we got a great response from people like Nilo 9 and Golden Pleck and all these things. And just from you know our friends and people in Cork and Limerick and stuff. Um, and we got good radio response as well Um, got a good bit of radio play so I was happy out with that And um, yeah, I'm just enjoying the come down of it now and just relaxing after finishing college as well, doing all the gigs and releasing the EP. It was a mad time. So it's nice to be on. All-
0: on top of everything else. Yes. And um, <laughs> obviously the, your good news today as well, that you uh, got clear for your master's degree as well. So I congratulations. Thank you very we'll much. We'll embarrass you on the air with, with, <laughs> with all the good news. <laughs> Thank but, you. But uh, before we get into the EP and how all of this stuff has come together for you, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about where you came from. Sometimes we talk about, you know, people's earliest musical experiences and their influences on the show kind of as, as, as a means of establishing context and more often than not to just kind of embarrass people with new metal stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got quite the distinguished beginning uh, for a younger singer, or songwriter in that you're an IYMA award winner. Maybe let us in on what got you so invested in music in the first place. What, what, what are your earliest kind of musical experiences?
3: So I got involved with Music Generation, um, back home in Limerick in 20, Jesus, probably like 2012, maybe 2013. That's an age ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the beginning of the proper kind of songwriting and we started gigging with them, with that group as well, um, on stages that we wouldn't have had access to otherwise, like Dolan's and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I started kind of taking it seriously during my time with Music Generation. And co- the IYMAs coincided with my time there as well. Yeah. Um, so it all kind of came together.
0: Music Generation, of course, providing an important service, providing access to music education and facilities up and down the country. And Music Generation Limerick is kind of spiked with the same kind of magic in the water as the rest of the city's music scene is, mm-hmm. uh, being overseen by some of the most magical musical heads you will ever come across. Everybody from Steve Ryan on instrument tuition and music industry studies to Naive Ted uh, and Murley among those providing tuition in Scratchology, rapping etc. And in a lot of cases really providing a lifeline in terms of a creative outlet. Of course here in Cork City we have Music Generation Cork City overseen by uh, the artist formerly known as GMC now going under the name Calibanks uh, providing massive amount of services not only in music but in A wide variety of media via his cabin studio in Knock Nahini. Talk to us a little bit about what having something like Music Generation in your life at that stage kind of meant to you as someone that wanted to express themselves maybe wouldn't necessarily have had the tools at 12, 13 years of age.
3: Yeah I think it played a vital role in me just having the confidence to keep writing and I really wanted to perform as well but never really knew how to how to do it really yeah. um, and I was just pay- playing songs in my room and writing songs in my room so when I joined with them it kind of gave me a platform both to practice to learn and to perform so it was everything that I needed at the time really and it was obviously a group as you said of just lovely people who were happy to be there and unbelievable people to have as mentors and tutors as well so um, yeah we're just really lucky to have them and to have a big space to practice every weekend as well you know so
0: speaking of mentorships you worked with the artist formerly known as Steve Amanekick. Uh Steve Ryan uh, just I can't say good enough things about Steve Ryan what he's done musically yeah. uh, massive influence on my own trajectory as, a, as like one of the first Irish quote unquote bands that I uh, discovered mm-hmm. as a teenager you know obviously somebody would shed loads of not only wisdom but an individual and distinct voice as a songwriter down through the years you know whether it be Tooth, Gamak Windings etc yeah. what was it like sitting down with him and getting guidance in your creative practice from himself specifically
3: yeah it's a funny one because at the time I don't think any of us were aware of how how much all of the guys had done do you know mm. um, in terms of writing and performance and everything um, I wouldn't have heard of Give Man a Kick you know or or Windings at the time until yeah. it's kind of until in the last couple of years I've looked back and I've been like, Jesus, like, they've done so much and they were there for us every Saturday morning, you know? Yeah. Um, same with um, Tony Monahan from Proto Baby. Uh, Patrick O'Brien was in Windings as well. He's a close friend of Steve's. Um, and Andy and everyone on, on board. So it's kind of, yeah, it is. It's more so looking back on it now that we can just appreciate how lucky we were. And at the time, I think because we didn't kind of know their calibre of... Musicianship, it probably was for the best, yeah. Um, just in terms of having like no shame in our songwriting and performing, you know. Um, but yeah, I definitely learned so much from all of them, um, and definitely kind of nurtured the confidence and stuff that was needed at that age as well, you know, mm. just to, to keep going, yeah.
0: When you look at the people that have also mm. graduated from Music Generation Limerick, mm-hmm. you find yourself kind of breathing rarefied air in that you've people like uh Pow Pig
3: yeah. on the
0: rock and roll end of things, mm-hmm. uh, but also Distinguished Company, the people like Mankey. Uh, Joan and DK uh, now known as uh, Strange by Nature yeah. and it seems to me as though whatever magic was in the water in Limerick 10 years ago when we were looking <laughs> at it going wow this is class what they're doing down there yeah. seems to have not only survived and thrived but gone on to really add to the social betterment of the city mm-hmm. you rightly say that you were lucky to have that at your beck and call every Saturday morning mm-hmm. do you ever kind of look at the other people that you were in classes with and think you know Christ like there was really something going on here
3: Definitely. I don't think we realised obviously we didn't realise it at the time, we were so young. Um, but some of those people are still some of my closest friends. And even if they're not, whenever we do see each other and when whenever we are, are all back at home, it's not very often these days. But when we are it's just it's the same as ever, you know. So it's I think we all have just a really nice connection from those beginnings and I'm very just grateful that I got to be a part of it and that it was there. Um we, I actually like we formed a band as part of Music Generation um, we were called Little Tents uh, back at the oh. time, in the time um, so yeah some of the, those guys are so, some of my closest friends we're all gone our separate ways but you know yeah
0: as life is wont to do that's uh, it and if there's a small thing in your life that you feel could benefit from musical assistance guidance and help from some of the city's busiest and most varied musicians please check out Music Generation Cork City on Facebook but it was your involvement with Music Generation that mm-hmm. also led you to kind of your first, your first inkling that there could be something more to this crack than self-expression. Yeah. Uh, when you won an award as part of the Irish Youth Music Awards a number mm-hmm. of years ago, mm-hmm. Ireland historically has had an on and off history of there being programs for kids in schools or in youth programs regarding a way up into you know the existing music infrastructure in this country. Mm-hmm. You know. And your involvement with Music Generation led you to being entered the Irish Youth Music Awards, mm-hmm. uh, an important outlet for, and one of the only outlets actually, for all ages uh, mm-hmm. gigging yeah. in, a, in a coordinated fashion up and down the country. Tell us a little bit about your experiences with the IYMAs, what competition, if, if that's what you can call it, was mm-hmm. like, and just generally just what you walked away from with that whole experience.
3: Yeah, so it was through my involvement with Music Generation that led me to be involved with the uh, IYMAs. Um, so we actually entered as a band, the band that I formed uh, in music generation at Little Tense. Mm. And there was an award for best act and, a be- and an award for best song. And whoever wrote the best song got the best songwriter. Um, so we, as a band, performed like our own original music. And one of the songs was a song that I'd written called In the Winter. It's actually on the EP now. Yeah. Very different version, but it's it's there. Um, and that one best song, so I got best songwriter on the day, which was unbelievable. i couldn't I actually like, stayed in my seat for like ten seconds. I just couldn't believe it, and everyone was telling me to get up and go up to the stage um I remember it very clearly, but I think getting that just being to ter- being recognized on a national level, I know it was only at like a youth level, but still um it gave me huge kind of confidence and I don't know, it just made me want, it made me believe that I could do what I wanted to do and that I was getting somewhere with it. Um, And we had a huge group of people around us as well. There's, like, um, you have to have, you have to fill certain criteria um, with your team. And we just had so many people on board. And um, John from Limerick Youth Service is the main man for for that, for the IMAS in Limerick. And Barry Lennon then runs the whole um, thing. He's... What he's up to now. after
0: Hands Up? Who wants to die? Yes. Um, the like it, it's so strange to kind of see Barry from Hands Up Who Wants to Die, that just this massive destructive vocal presence, etc., cannonballing into crowds, and to see him now kind of overseeing the Irish Youth Music Awards. It's
3: mad. Yeah. It
0: is. It is. But <laughs> like you said, there's absolutely nothing like seeing people being enabled at the right time of their lives and being mm. told that they can accomplish what they'd like to accomplish if you'd like to check out more of what the Irish Youth Music Awards are all about and their contributions to the music industry in Ireland make sure to check out Official IYMAS that's Official IYMAS on Twitter and to get involved check out Youth Work Ireland will we go to some tunes? Yeah Let's go to some tunes Earlier on we heard from Megan Murray and Pretty Happy and as part of this playlist that you have put together with some of your favourites from the local music scene Mm -hmm. we have Eve Clegg with Young Naive Me
3: I, I love this track from Eve Clegg. I actually haven't gotten to see her live, unfortunately, yet. Um, but I hope to soon, maybe over the summer. Um, but I just, I hadn't really heard of her original stuff. I knew that she did cover um, acts and stuff. I'd seen her in cover bands, but never knew she write original music. Um, so I just love this, love this track. And I said I'd include it tonight.
0: You also have Alex Goff with Breakfast.
3: Yes. So I know a few of the guys from Housey Records. Records. Um, Alex Goff, I actually knew his brother and then breakfast popped onto the scene and we were like who's this guy um, I just think it's unbelievable he's gotten such good recognition and we um, deserved so I think it's just a banger of a tune so yeah
0: Savage we'll hear from that banger momentarily but first this is Eve Clegg with young naive me here on Red On Red
4: Happens to be the thing we do best. Listening to everyone speaking, speaking and no one's request.
5: Your phone, but get a bow. Did you break? I put my conflicts on the counter. Turn on the radio. Take a second to re my previous experience. And now they have come, my previous tendencies, my not so easy injuries, my faults and my entities. Your name comes to mind, but it's not unusual this time. And the mirror breaks just at the thought of my smile. It still hasn't left my side. This baggage that I carry is heavy and oversized. I'm not sure what it's inside, but I can't shake the feeling that it's something I have to hide. That is something I have to move. Those stress about my life. Yeah, just listen to the groove. just and burn tables to turn. Work hard while you're young till you crash crashing your burn. Don't stress the do flex to them corporate operators. Cancel your phone but get the bone that your breakfast. just to burn tables to turn. Work hard while you're young till you're crashing, you crash crashing your burn. Don't stress the don't flex to them corporate operators. Cancel your phone, but get the bone that your breakfast. Hold up. Isn't it about time that we blow up? Take a nine, I did my heads and be some butter troll and you know what? Time too much to know what Your time's back to the flight, you know I'm gonna show up, then it's back in the bed. Time to go rest my head. Better get some sleep, cause I've a lecture a 10. I wake up in the morning with my head in the bin And the sun in my eyes, I'm never drinking again. No. just I heard tables to turn. Work out when you young till you crash in your bone. Don't stress and don't flex to them corporate operators. Cancel your phone, forget about your breakfast. It's just but tables to turn Work how many young Till you crash and you burn Don't stress the dope to to them corporate operators. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alex Goff with Breakfast here on Red On Red, still joined in studio by singer, composer and general alt-pop woman about town, Laura Duff. And before the jump, we were talking a little bit about your earliest songwriting experiences, uh, including some of the songs that would later turn up on your debut EP for your company, available for streaming now across all digital services. And coming into your own as a musician coincides with you coming to Cork City and getting mucked in a little bit with the music scene. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to us a little bit about coming to college and how you came by what is happening presently in Cork City.
3: Yeah, so I moved to Cork in 2015 to study music at UCC. Um, so I suppose it started there. Um, I joined the Music Society and just made you know like-minded friends. We're you know, Through societies, as you know yourself, you're just going to make loads of friends that are into the same things that you are mm-hmm. so and we were all kind of doing the same things going to the same gigs and stuff and obviously the society provided a platform of like open mics and acoustic gigs and stuff um, so I just made myself get involved straight away um, I knew I wouldn't regret it and I, I don't so it was great that that was there Um And other than that Then we did a few Gigs in Cork With my band At the the time But then we had to Go our separate ways Because in my second year Because the rest of the guys Were starting college then Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's just Such a vibrant scene And coming from Limerick At the time It has improved Immensely since then Um, But it was kind of Cork was definitely On the other side of things You know at that time In terms of I don't know like Accessible venues For people of my age And stuff like that You know Okay
0: because there's often a bit of a uh, grass is greener type situation like if you're elsewhere in town and you maybe hear of what's happening in Cork or likewise yeah. there's the inevitable thing of ah sure everything's happening in Dublin all the time and you know there's no I kind know. of services down here yeah. so I think that's a matter of perspective in terms yeah. of you know things not necessarily happening you look mm-hmm. at Limerick now and you see how buzzing it is and to be quite that's honest amazing, yeah. to be quite honest we look at it sometimes and go you know like you'd be a bit envious regarding the kind of the DIY spirit yeah. and how kind of uninhibited uh, by any of it that musicians are in Limerick. Just even look at the the Gonzo shows that uh, Post Punk Pod and the lads have been doing mm-hmm. and it just screams this vibrance that has been held together by people that have been at this for the last 10, 15 years just, for, just because it wouldn't happen without them. Yeah. And now... Those seeds that were planted years ago, when Ollie and Ali were doing It TV, the Bad Rep Lads were their first seed shows. Ted was, you know, starting to come into his own as a as as, as a weirdo beat maker, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing the benefit of it. And another wave of people has come along, yeah. and it's just so cool to see that kind of cross pollination between different scenes. When you see people kind of go go back and forth, of course, when you're in societies, etc., mm-hmm. you're bound to find. Like-minded people, and especially with kind of UCC, where societies has been a huge part of social life yeah. over the past thirty, forty years. The music sock uh, also being linked to the development of alternative music, and really been at its forefront mm-hmm. uh, since at least the early nineteen eighties. We we only had um, members of None Attacks and Mean Features in here last week talking about their days gigging for the Music Society's downtown campus gigs at what Ooh. is now the Arcadia Hall. Uh, student complex when they were drawing a thousand, two thousand people etc before mm-hmm. health and safety came along and, okay. and did all of that but through the people you met in societies and the scene that you were able to kind of get into there mm-hmm. you happened across people that were able to help you realise your vision of a fully instrumented debut live EP
4: mm-hmm.
0: what was the process first of all of taking your songs and finding people to play with I suppose
3: Um. yeah so my band at the moment, they were all based in Cork. Uh we're all in college in Cork. Um and the band that I who just had one change of member um okay. between um today and the who I who I recorded the E P with. Um, so we're all based in Cork, which is great, we're all really close friends. And I just knew that I wanted that it was the time to record the E P, got the funds together and I was like, right, uh, who am I gonna who who do I want to play my music with me basically? Um I probably knew JJ and Conal like the most, and then they knew Chris from being in Dry Roasted Peanuts. Yeah. Or JJ was in Dry Roasted Peanuts with Chris, so I was asking JJ. I was like, "Do you think he'd be up for it?" I knew he was super busy and that he was just playing with loads, loads of bands. Um, but they were all more than up for it. Um, so I think we, one of the first things that we actually did was record the EP. We had a few uh, gigs, but we, I think we got together in February. And we started recording in June, so there wasn't that long of a gap. Um, we had things like my performance for college and a few um, gigs, so that was good. But um, most of our time was spent kind of arranging and writing and just getting the track somewhat ready for, for for the studio time.
0: Taking songs that you had written, kind of in your own context and within your own kind of creative flow. Yeah. Where naturally the language of creating for oneself is inherently personal mm-hmm. kind of motivated by one's fears one's emotions one's anxieties etc yeah what was that initial process like of taking the kind of stripped back edition of these songs to the lads mm-hmm. and what was the process like I suppose of seeing how they could fill out each individual aspect of it
3: yeah so they all of my songs obviously they started off as acoustic ones because you know they're songs that i written by myself um Mostly on guitar, actually, and I, we swapped that out for for keyboard for one or two of the songs just because it just worked better in terms of recording it and you know the sound we were going for and stuff. Mm. But um, even just explaining to the lads what the songs are about, just so they get it, so we can write you know music around it, was really weird. I had never had to speak about my songs to anyone before, you know, and they're obviously really personal. Pretty much all of my songs are autobiographical, mm. um, so it's like you know everything's out in the open there's no really holding back when you're actually explaining what it's what it's about um, so that was a funny thing for me but like we're all great friends anyway so it's not like I was you know pouring my heart out to strangers either you know but I found that was a big part of it um, and then in terms of arrangement we did we actually did a lot of it in the studio we were lucky that we had a good bit of time and we kind of got to experiment with sounds and some of some of the arrangement was kind of switched around in the studio as well. We shortened a few songs and changed a few parts and stuff um and Christian um the Christian engineer Best yes of Monique Studios, yes, he played a huge, a huge role in that as well
0: in terms of working with Christian mm-hmm. because you mentioned yourself uh, in the interview that's currently running with Totally Cork magazine available mm-hmm. for free at numerous stops around the city at present. You talked a little bit about going in with him and kind of developing a working process with him yourself. Yeah. Um, You know, naturally, the best producers will sit down and they'll establish a rapport with their talent Mm -hmm. and find ways to get across what they're doing and how it benefits the sound that the artist is ultimately going for. And just by all accounts, Christian Best is one of the very best, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. um, at (laughs) making that whole process better for musicians and kind of playing to musicians desires for something to always be happening in studio Yeah. what was that process like with yourself and the lads working with Christian down money
3: it was I absolutely cherished my time out there like I would wake up every morning and I just couldn't wait to get out and get started he was amazing to work with I couldn't recommend him enough um, he's one of those people that you feel like you've known him way longer than you actually have um, but he definitely the tracks are definitely you know for the better after his production and everything um, they've ch- definitely changed a few of them have changed a lot some not as much um, just in terms of them fitting in with each other and um, just because it, you know for track EP you kind of wanted to make sense you know um so when the studio time started and we kind of we did like live takes of all the songs just to see how everything was sounding and um consecutively sometimes the tracks didn't sound you know as if they were part of the same project or that they should be part of the same project um so it did take some tweaking um but I think his role was just hugely beneficial in terms of correcting that and obviously he'd hear things that we wouldn't even hear there was one song in particular that we had on I had on guitar and he was like why is there like a country song in the middle of your EP and I was just like what you mean Um, so we just changed over and made it a really like paddy uh, keyboard track Um, so yeah they've definitely they definitely changed for the better anyway and I don't think I had I didn't hear the EP like before we went into the studio I had no idea that it would turn out the way it did Mm. and it was just it was kind of a kind of self-discovery thing in terms of sound as well you know I was like Jesus I really like this um, and we did, got to do a lot of experiment, experimentation as well um, in terms of vocal effects and stuff and layering and all that um, which I wouldn't have done before
0: In as much as a piece of art can be finished mm. there's always something else there's always some brush stroke in the corner that can go up but there's always something else you can think of Yeah, absolutely How did you feel about it once you were sat down to listen to it as a record that existed out of your out of outside of your own brain box.
3: Yeah, so I, it was. There was obviously lots of listening, like away from the studio. I'd listen like on my headphones or in the car or whatever, and just to keep tweaking it and stuff. But when I was finally happy with it and got it mastered by Richard Webb Dowling of Webb Mastering back home in Limerick.
0: You're only man to go to for mastering.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Um, it was it was really weird um, because I wasn't quite finished with the project myself you know that kind of way and mm. then it's there in your hand and it's like okay this is finished what what do I do now but I was just so chuffed with it um, there's not even bits, bits that I like pick out that I'm like ugh I was just so happy with it um, and just the whole experience as a whole was great um, so yeah I can't wait to get back out there again
0: and has that experience kind of set the tone now for what you might like to do with further EPs or an album down the way
3: I think so yeah Um, because we got got on so well with Christian as well and just the whole um, result and his help and everything with his production I wouldn't I'd go to him before I'd go to anyone else if possible you know um but it will be down the line
0: well, There's plenty of life in For Your Company which is mm-hmm. available now on all streaming services and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about the live reaction to some of the tunes post launch as well as some upcoming gigs you have Right now we're going to go back to some more tunes uh, Sarah Ryan you have Sarah Ryan Kilkenny originating singer-songwriter with Euphoric Recall
3: Yes um, Sarah I don't know if she knows this but she's most, most of the reason why we actually chose Monique Studios I'd heard great things from her about it um, I think her EP is just phenomenal um, She's an incredible musician um, And I just love this Love this track in, in particular from the EP
0: Another House Who Records connection as well With Ghost King is Dead With Deflector for like the umpteenth time In two months of this podcast
3: <laughs> He'll be delighted with that um, Matt is a close friend of, of mine and the band, So um, I just had to, had to include this And it's a great track
0: He's such a good dude We'll hear yes. from him momentarily But first, this is Sarah Ryan With Euphoric Recall Here on Red On Red
6: My grip is slipping I think once I told you about it Don't know if you heard Cause I was shouting I overdid it I can't quit this And if I was to run and jump Leaving or escape this rust Would you catch me? I can't see No I know that's not the time But I don't think that it's a cry
7: Sit down.
0: King is dead with Deflector available on all streaming services via House U Records. This is Red On Red, still joined in studio by alt pop singer and composer Laura Duff, whose four-year company EP is also available across all streaming services as well as on Bandcamp, I believe.
3: Yes, we have a few physical copies left as well, Ooh. if anyone fancies. Yeah.
0: With some of that amazing artwork.
3: Yes, I absolutely love the artwork um, by Cork artist um, Martha Lyons. She goes by Sula Art on her socials um, and she's just incredible.
0: art on socials?
3: Dot art, I believe. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you'll find her there. Um, She's amazing. I just love it, yeah.
0: Sitting down and working with her, mm. just the striking thing about your EP is how Hayao Miyazaki looking it is. <laughs> just that whole theme of nature but mm. also the kind of inverted coloration. Of what was going on. Yeah. Um, was it a matter of sitting down with her and kind of pointing out what hues you were after, what some of your influences were on it? Or was it a matter of just kind of leaving it to, to her in that respect?
3: Sadly, we actually didn't meet. It was oh. all over text. Yeah. And sending over images and stuff. Um, I doubt I was the best at describing what I actually wanted, but she just came out with the perfect um, result. I love it. Um, I had a few kind of things from Pinterest, as basic as you can get. Um <laughs> That I liked and I think she just kind of got what I was going for. She had a few bits up on her Instagram um, that I really liked as well already. There was like the the head chopped in half was already an idea of hers, yeah. which I really liked. And um, I just loved her, the colour scheme and everything. We were back and forth a few times with different um, drafts and stuff. But it didn't, didn't take long at all to get the final product. So I'm really happy with it
0: and you can see that album artwork across streaming services on Bandcamp as -hmm. well as at the foot of that feature with Totally Cork which is available around the city for free now Um, so you've done a couple of gigs now since its release back in February Mm -hmm. um, just off of um, the Quarter Block Party appearance that you had made yes Um, talk to us a little bit about how the music has been received now as a full band thing fully realised as a Mm -hmm. living breathing live thing how have you found the response to it in those shows that you've been kind of crisscrossing the country with mm-hmm.
3: so we did a string of four shows um, with Megan Murray and her band mm-hmm. um, we did Limerick Cork Dublin and Ennis Lyman in County Clare so they were the first kind of um, string of gigs as well that we booked out of our own accord as well mm-hmm. um, everything else that we had um, played were kind of showcase gigs or like little festival slots and stuff um, so that was part of it and then the response was great um, the Roundy in particular was definitely my favourite show um, we, the first one we did was in Limerick which was great but it was like a room of everyone that I knew and I just hate playing to people I know I but don't hate it but like. I know but it's, I find it so difficult oh all my music teachers from when I was small and everything it was just huge pressure it was like obviously really enjoyable but I just felt I felt the pressure that night I don't know why it, why I find it more nerve wracking to play for people I know, but then the roundy then was full of our friends, so maybe it's maybe it's playing for my family. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're just really harsh. I oh, know they're not. They're not. Whoa. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, I love I absolutely love the roundy gig. It would have been half empty if our friends didn't come, you know. So I'm extremely grateful for that. I know so Megan is as well. Um, it was a really really enjoyable gig, and people showed up early, which was great, and they stayed. Um, which isn't always the case showing your support people and all that Mm. Um, so it was our own thing and I think people are I don't know there's a certain thing around your own gigs as well that I think people are just that little bit more supportive and you know they're more inclined to go as well Um, so yeah absolutely loved that one Um, Dublin was tough and so was Clare on a rainy Sunday evening in County Clare
0: but speaking of the roundy Yes. You're back there next month for the Angry Mom Collective.
3: Yes. So I'm playing an acoustic set um, in the roundy on June 6th for Angry Mom Collective.
0: As part of their hopefully recurring acoustic night. Mm -hmm. And it's a big thing that they have taken upon themselves. Absolutely. uh, The the three members of the Angry Mom Collective. We were talking with them a couple of weeks ago. You can catch that on redextra.ie as well as all of your favourite podcasting apps. And, you know, organising young women and trans and non-binary people Mm -hmm. and creating the events and the opportunities themselves that are needed to further establish you know a greater sense of equality and foster a greater sense of inclusivity in the Cork scene Mm -hmm. it's no tall order but they've taken the initiative straight on like yep. they've, 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 they've taken the responsibility for these events, they've innovated, they've come up with event formats um, that are really kind of leaning into collaboration with Cork Love's Music. We had a fantastic one there with them a couple of weeks ago at Alchemy. Yes. Like it's a fantastic thing for the scene. Maybe talk to us a little bit about, you know, working with them and how this event is coming together.
3: Um, so I know all the girls really well um, I met Shirley and Quiva through the music sock mm. and then I met Ellen through being friends with them and same with Abby and obviously she's been pretty happy as well um, when they were I was, I would, when I was talking to Shirley about it she was kind of like oh we're, we're starting this thing we're not really or uh, sh- Abby had gotten in contact with them and she was like oh I'm not really sure where we're at at the moment blah de blah, blah. And, I, and it developed from there and I was like Shirley this sounds amazing like um And they were just, they did it out of their own accord. Um, Abby had the idea and they just ran with it. And they're doing so well. It's great to see. And it's, I think, I'm really excited to see what they do, especially because they're all still, um, most of them are still in college that we're coming into summer and they'll have loads more time to focus on um, Anger Mom Collective projects. Um, So it's just great to see. And I'm delighted that um, I get to be a part of the gig in June
0: big ambitions too they're talking about mom fest. they're talking about yeah, exhibitions it's much, as yeah, well yeah. it's exactly what you want to see in a music scene or in an art scene in Cork City so get Absolutely. behind it mm-hmm. get supporting find Angry Mom Collective across Twitter Facebook and Instagram for all the information on more events platforming and emphasising the role of women, trans people and non-binary people in Cork's music and arts community um, you also have a little something special coming up there's a lot of stuff that you've booked for the summer that you can't necessarily talk about but I wouldn't let this one slide without a plug for one of JJ Lee's biggest babies yes. uh, Live at the Hig, uh is a annual engagement that happens at uh, a treasured childhood holiday spot of my own yes, uh, in Ballyhig mm-hmm. Um yeah just hearing about what is going on down there now the gigs that are happening etc Yeah, and just the attempts at getting something together for the local community and trying to make it kind of stand out in and of itself mm-hmm. um, he puts a lot of effort in those JJ
3: huge and his dad too he can't go and mention James Lee oh okay this is, yeah,
0: yeah. So you see th- these are all the things that I don't get to see when I'm just <laughs> kind of interacting with Twitter as well Yeah. but um, talk to us a little bit about Live at the High and kind of what you know about it
3: I'm really excited to get down for that. Uh we played uh last summer as well. We played in Flathouse Bar. Um and at the time I think Riptide Movement played the equivalent of Life in the High that year. Yeah. Um so I'm really excited to get down. It's always great crack and obviously JJ Lee is the king of Ballyhag, you know, so he's only gonna be delighted to be back there.
0: He's a the king of everywhere.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Um so we're playing it with Delorentos and Deep Sky Objects. Um deep sky objects go back to my time at Music Socks, so it's like we've gone full circle mm. um, so yeah I'm really excited um, and it's kind of I'd say it'll be the highlight of festival season for us this year so um, yeah I can't wait I can't wait for it.
0: More information can be found on Live at the Haig on social media there's a Facebook event and what have you there, sure there is. is. Yeah. Fantastic when we come back we'll have a roundup of what else we can expect from Laura Duff and crew going forward but right now we're going to go back to some more tunes We've been accused of being in Cahoots with House Records over the past couple of months but uh, Arthur Valentine with Selfish.
3: Yes. I actually saw Circa Richardson in Cypress Avenue the other night. Oh, okay. And Arthur Val- Valentine was supporting her. Um, I hadn't, obviously I hadn't seen him live um, before then. I'd only listened to the track um, so it was kind of a nice surprise that uh, he was on the bill as well. Um, I just really lo- love this tune so I said I'd include it this evening
0: those house boys making their way up the roster absolutely you also Toucan with gold
3: yes Connor Clancy is one a good friend of mine and I think they're just a brilliant band they're doing so well for themselves there was a recent announcement of him supporting Niall Rogers and Sheik in Dublin um, along with Kaiser Chiefs so he's just kind of at the fore of my brain when I was thinking of Cork acts at the moment um, so, and so in Gold is a lovely track so I said I'd include it this evening
0: a huge get for the lads as well to be supporting uh, somebody like Niall Rogers with Absolutely. a huge kinda casual draw mm. and a repeated casual draw actually uh, in the Irish music industry we're going to hear from Toucan momentarily but first this is Arthur Valentine with Selfish here on Red On Red
8: Too selfish When I ask you To love me more than your dog And when I'm feeling worthless I sit in silence I know that it's wrong But you know where to find me Trapped inside my mind I wait for you Baby, I'll be there for you Ooh. Cause I see nothing wrong With me and you, girl, for the rest of my life When my beauty's gone and call you, stay by my side Cause I'm no good at being alone You yeah. know where to no, find me I'll be there for you Nothing above you, nothing above you Take time to find yourself, let life gets dark. Cause I see nothing wrong.
7: And you abyss and heart
0: and hold I see his gold with gold here on Red On Red, just ahead of their support slot with Niall Rogers and Coser Chiefs and a whole bunch more in Dublin later this summer. Still joined in studio by Laura Duff, alt pop singer composer. Uh, with for your company uh EP available now across streaming services, uh bandcamp.com, there are still CDs available. Uh, sure. And what have you. Mm-hmm. Um there's also stickers, there's there's there's
3: badges, the whole the works.
0: With some of that fantastic art from Sulat.art on yes. Instagram. Yeah. Um you can't talk about a whole bunch else that you have planned at the moment mm-hmm. uh, we were chatting about it just before you went to the air Yeah, um, but I suppose for a general idea mm-hmm. your first EP is out now yes uh, that first statement is out and that kind of first obstacle has been cleared mm-hmm. what next
3: so as we've talked about we have a few gigs coming up for the summer most of them are, or there's a few that I can't uh, really mention at the moment They're just a few unannounced stuff uh, for Dublin um, around July and August time and a few other festivals and stuff so I'm really looking forward to those um, that's the plan at the moment and then after that we'll hopefully get into writing and um, just building up the set again and we will be over the summer before these gigs as well um, and hopefully recording again it won't be too soon but um, down the line yeah
0: take these things as they come absolutely anything you're looking forward to on the festival circuit just getting to as a spectator or-
3: I would love to go to Electric Picnic if anyone has any tickets going Uh, a couple of weeks before now there'll be the usual showsters etc you won't won't be caught (laughs) yeah so we'll see we might make it to that Um, loads of my friends are at Primavera at the moment so I'm beyond jealous Um, but yeah hopefully I'll get to a few good shows over the summer
0: That about wraps it up for this week's episode of Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from Red FM and redextra.ie. Thank you very much to Laura Duff for joining us this week. Thanks for having me, Mike. Thanks for coming along. And thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on Apple and Google Podcasts. Every subscription, every review helps us with our reach, as well as subscribing to us on Spotify, as well as other podcasting platforms. Share this on your social media and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. And if you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure to listen into Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM, 104 to 106. Laura, you're leaving us with music from Paddy Dennehy yes. uh, with Painting of a New Century. Mm-hmm. Fill us in.
3: So Paddy Dennehy, he's a Cork-based uh, musician. He's brilliant. Um, he plays piano primarily and sings... Um, he used to have a band called Paddy Dennehy and the Red Herring but I'm not too sure if they're still a thing anymore mm-hmm. um, but he has amazing music on Spotify and more to come um, very soon as well I believe and some shows down on the pipeline as well um, he's just brilliant keep an brilliant. eye out
0: and an ear out for Paddy Dennehy absolutely we'll finish off with himself so this is Painting of a New Century this has been Red on Red and we'll talk to you next week
2: Let's throw some shit out dresses in your wardrobe Black home women. That single bed we could do it out. We'll sleep out naked on your kitchen floor. Here somebody come, we are just lock the door. And it all fell up again. we